0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Welcome back to Geekish Cast Live and May the 4th be with you. I am your regular host Jeremy, and joining us today is a uh, a regular co-host and birthday boy and giant Star Wars nerd, Paul
2: Vero. Happy birthday, Paul. Thanks, Jeremy. May the 4th be with you as well, my friend.
1: And may the 4th also be with you. As a Catholic, it does come back to me and I always want to say and also with you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and and also joining us is a our our recurring uh, guest co host, Joe Slepsky, the host of Joe on Joe podcast, featuring uh, Joe talking about G. I. Joe, if I'm not mistaken. You are
0: correct. You cannot get rid of me on Geekish Cast. Hey guys, thanks <laughs> for coming back. Thanks for coming back, Joe. Heck yeah. Yeah, we uh we, we introduced Serpentor this week on Joe on Joe. It's the first part of Serpentor, it's a huge day.
1: That is kind of yes, a big yes. deal. Let's, let's see, that is before Cobra Law is discovered, but it turns out Supentor was a Cobra Law plot all along, yes?
0: Correct, Yeah, Some would say it's a huge jumping the shark day, but I celebrate it.
1: Um, he is part, what, part Napoleon, part Adolf Hitler, and part uh, Genghis Khan.
0: Yeah, he's got like, you know, the yeah. tactical tactical brilliance of Genghis Khan, the, the stunning painting abilities of Hitler, and the, the the ability to misjudge crowd sizes of Trump. like He's got everything of all the great despots in the world. There we go.
1: <laughs> Covering it all. Uh, and not to mention the fashion taste of Andy
0: Warhol. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, geez, let's see. So we took last week off. Um, turns out in that period of time, DC is launching its own uh, online content streaming service and Young Justice and the Teen Titans will be on there, and the Teen Titans will be a live-action series. Kind of stoked. Kind of. yeah. It is, but here's my question. I don't know if you guys remember, last time we came back, I had had to reorganize my life to accommodate certain new Life goals and plans where I want to go beat up the members of uh, Warner Brothers Entertainment until they fix the Teen Titans. Are they going to continue to shit on my beloved Teen Titans in the live-action format?
2: I don't think so because I think this is this is going to be Dick Grayson in his rise so to Nightwing, right?
0: Okay.
2: I read, I you hope so. I, think
0: so. I think so. I think you know they they do anything they can to tie Batman into it. So to do a Teen Titans without you know, a, a serious Batman connection like that, I think would be foolish. Yeah, I, I'm
2: pretty sure it's going to be
0: dick.
1: Yeah, it's always dick when they mess up the Teen Titans. <laughs>
2: dick
0: it is. <laughs>
1: dick is dick. Um, now, I think it's been drawn back, but I believe we are still headed in the direction of Powerless has been canceled.
2: Uh, I read that it's not officially canceled. Yeah, uh, which
1: just means
0: it's unofficially forth, canceled. Right? I've yeah. got on good authority that that we're that we're we're not going to be seeing the final three episodes. Yeah, I'm kind of upset by this. It's very upsetting. I mean, the
2: Show's so stupid, but I love it. The
0: show's yeah. been really, it's really been hitting its stride. Like the the second half of of this run, it's it's really disappointing that they let it go. Yeah, I, I, I agree.
1: I I thought that was I thought they were having a hell of a time with that. Yeah, Alan Tudyk was great. Um it was nice to see somebody having fun with a superhero property. Uh those of you who follow us on Well, those of you who follow us on Facebook did, did notice that uh comic book creator Everett Hartso apparently agrees with its cancellation, but you know. So.
2: Oh yeah, some people don't like it and that's that's yeah. fine. Uh I just I just liked it for what it was, you know? Like
1: Oh yeah. It was I, thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah.
2: It, we don't need everything to be super dark and gritty and all serious all the time.
1: Not all the time.
2: No, no not all the time. Jeez.
1: Sometimes you need Alan Tudyk trying to be the next Robin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will miss that show.
1: Yeah, I will too. You know, it was kind of like, um, I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but it reminded me of Better Off Ted. Which I don't know yeah. was five or six years ago, yeah same the, the same kind of goofy comedy, the same kind of banter, the same kind of speed, and I enjoyed both of them, so powerless, I'm sorry to see you go, we hardly knew ye, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is it is a little bit disappointing, um yeah.
0: the earlier put episode. Away, we week, all have to put away our spec scripts, <laughs> Oh, yeah. man.
2: Well, the, the, like um, you were saying, like before, the, the the problem with it is it's like you want shows like that to succeed because uh, it's kind of a little bit off the beaten path. You know, we don't want to just see this; we just don't want to see a Batman show, you know, come out once a year. Like, it, it I like it when someone tries something different and it succeeds. So it bugs me; or it just kind of bums me out that someone did something that was a little bit different, and then they're canceling it. Because I want to see different. We want to see the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold comedy TV show. But they're like, uh, you know, they might be like, well, we tried something like that with Powerless and it didn't work, so we're not going to
0: Well, that's that's what I hope does not happen. I really, really hope that the, the lesson they think is that comedy doesn't work in superheroes on TV. Yeah. Um, because it, it really can, and it really should work. And I think it did start to work very much so with Powerless. It just took them a little while to find their groove. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm afraid what the lesson the lesson taken away is absolutely gonna be don't do this, it's not gonna work.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I just hope
1: yeah. yeah, and because you know, corporations are so big on taking risks with all their properties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's the one thing I'm kind of afraid of. Um I was going to say real quick also this week our earlier post uh posted interview from Tuesday I had Craig David Wallace one of the creators behind Todd in the Book of Pure Evil on. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, that they're apparently they're they're holding it to it now the wrap up cartoon will be released in October. Nice. Very yeah, cool. so yeah, kind of tired of waiting for it. Glad to hear it's coming. I did ask him. I said, "You know," I said, "You know, there's a little bit of animosity out there." And he goes, um, "He goes, I'm kind of a hermit. I don't really get on the internet much. So, you know." <laughs> that's
2: probably he must live a happy life.
1: Yep, I was gonna say that's probably better off for him. But it was a great interview. If you guys haven't checked it out, get on to geekishcast.com and check it out. It's a great interview. Uh, also, before we get into talking about this week's topics and picks. Um Daniel Dockery, an internet writer who writes for Cracked and his own website and a few other uh, uh, online uh, houses, uh, is going to be writing some articles for us at GeekishCast.com. Great. and Yeah, and this week he uh, did a little piece about actually being excited to see M. Night Shyamalan films that are coming out. So uh, go yeah. check that one out. It's a pretty good article. Cool. Yeah, All dude, right. Great. Yeah, because we'll kind of go with our topic of the week, which is going to be the Unbreakable Universe. But before we get to that, let's uh, let's talk Star Wars real quick, shall we?
2: Yeah! Yeah.
1: So, uh, Paul, did you get a new Star Wars tattoo today? It is your birthday.
2: I didn't. Like I said, Today, like I was saying, it was just the most insane day ever. I was completely busy. I didn't have any time to do anything. But I did think about some Star Wars tattoos, though. <laughs> Oh there you go. And I will uh, be getting one soon. Gotta get how many, me Skywalker how many Star
0: Wars face. tattoos do you have today?
2: I have Boba Fett on my left forearm and then I have a lightsaber on my right thigh. Like a hilt. Nice.
0: So like you so it's like it's like it's hanging off your belt. You could grab it? Yes, sir. Very cool.
2: It has got two oh nine on it so I can represent my my hood <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> got the, It's got my hair coat on it <laughs> nice you're the,
0: you're the you're you're the Jedi he Reuben, Reuben to... you're the Jedi
2: Reuben stuttered <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god that that's my good click.
1: Stuff. <laughs> oh this weekend i'm going to a beer bottling here in town uh but all the beers are going to be star wars themed oh that's fantastic um,
0: Yeah. Blue milk, I hope. Um,
1: I don't know about that, but I do know that they're going to have an IPA called uh, A New Hop. Um,
0: Nice.
1: Some kind of ESB-inspired beer that's like the Imperial Stout Strikes Back. Uh, Fun. Yeah, so that'll be kind of cool. Now, one I'm looking forward to that's not Star uh, uh, Wars-themed is one that they make called What Would You Need
0: Nice. Yeah, I I celebrated fourth by um, uh, buying uh, almost every digital game that I was—the few digital Star Wars games I didn't already own. So whether it was on Steam or because Steam had everyone had huge sales, so Steam or they have Knights of the Old Republic is on iOS available. That's on sale. Uh, Yeah, nice. There's a there's a sweet pinball game. It's like Zen Pinball or whatever, but it's on iOS, so it's it resembles the shape of your phone, so it's amazing. So those are super cheap. That's what I did today with Star Wars.
2: Nice, nice.
0: That's pretty cool. My
2: usual, my PlayStation,
0: PlayStation Super Star Wars. Oh man. Oh God, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't
2: played. Yeah, like, the, the, old, like Wars the, Wars the old, like
1: the old SNES. Yeah, yeah, like the old yeah.
0: SNES game. Yeah, yeah, that's on PlayStation on sale right now. So.
1: Now, I actually played the NES versions of both Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and beat them both. They're so good, right? Yep. Their
0: games were great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I even even beat the Friday the 13th NES game, so I'm kind of an NES nerd.
0: (laughs) Did you get the uh, Jason NES action figure that came out a couple years back? I did
1: not. So I've got this thing going on right now where we're kind of like trying to adult up our house a little bit. So I'm not I'm not buying all the kitschy little shit that I want because I have to buy new front doors and pay landscapers and stuff like that. But I do have kind of an odd Star Wars tale to tell this week. Oh. It's actually from last mm-hmm. week, but we were but we were off work, right? I mean, we're not off work; we're off the podcast. So I get home last week and there's a box on my uh, dining room table my wife has sat there that came from UPS. And I open it up, and it's from Geek, and it's a bunch of Star Wars TV glasses. And
2: I'm like, oh, that's really
1: cool. Thanks, babe. Thank you for giving me that. I didn't get to that. I said, hmm. So I pull it out, and there's a note from a Twitter user that says, "Here," here are your stuffs. You can pass it now from at... P.B. Jeffries from Twitter. So I don't know this person. I then wrote to the person and brought it up on Twitter and not one word has been said about it. So I don't know if I have somebody else's Star Wars tiki mugs or if I have my own and I have a stalker. But <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. You a lovely for gift, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, very nice.
0: a lovely yeah, gift from
1: a fan. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, so yeah, but I've got all these like, and there's like 10 of them or something. Like I got a bunch of them.
2: That's so awesome. you know, yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. My mom, my mother for her, for my birthday, <clears throat> sent me uh, all Star Wars themed presents. She got me some Star Wars aprons, some Star Wars, a Stormtrooper oven mint, the lightsaber tongs and lightsaber spatula. Cause she said that, you know, cause it's. Summertime's coming. She knows I like to cook and barbecue. So she's like,
1: Oh, nice. May the 4th. Sure. Here's
2: some Star Wars stuff. I was like, Sweet. She knows me well enough. <laughs> well, that's I really like cool. Cook and I love Star Wars, so
1: we're good. Yeah. I uh, also just want to throw this out there for anybody who might be listening, who might be considering getting a. Um, a uh, stunt saber or a prop saber for their cosplay or for their own ownership. Uh, Today, ultra sabers is offering 15% off uh, for it being uh, May the 4th. Uh, If you go to tinyurl.com slash geekish saber, we'll get a little bit off uh, a little bit from that, which will help us advertise the show and keep growing. So if you're thinking about getting a Sabre, tinyurl.com slash geekish Sabre, and we would thank you for that. Mm. And, uh yeah, so I, I bought a couple of their Sabres. They're really cool. The problem is, is like I said, I'm trying to have more grown-up shit about my house, so I ended up giving them to Jeff and Dustin Paul. So he keeps in my Sabre. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't believe you doing this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's that
1: thing turn them on, and I, like, wax and shit around the house with them a bunch of times, then I turn them off, and I never touch
0: them again. <laughs> but they make uh, they make great wall decorations. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. I, I used for the longest time, I just had a lightsaber uh, hanging from a doorknob just to, like, as if I just left it there on my the way out the door, you know? It was just a little <laughs> accent to the room, you know? We'll just put this right here.
1: That way, if a burglar yeah. comes in, I can saber them. Right? Uh, and they make, good, they make a good. They make a good nightlight too.
2: Yeah, they do. Oh yeah.
1: Do. I I bet. You know, we got one of those LED. Um, they call them 3D, and you really have to sit in the right space to see them looking 3D. But it's a, a Death Star, and it's like on clear, yeah. uh, clear acrylic, and then it's lit from the bottom. We use that for a, uh, a bedtime light, or you know, a nightlight while we're asleep because you know our dogs need to get up and we need to let them out. And poor Ollie the Geekish Greyhound had part of his tail amputated. Yeah. So he's wearing a cone, so it's hard for him to get around right now.
2: <laughs> oh, poor guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Giant majestic beast with a stupid floppy cone on his head. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, man, I wonder. You know, I'm thinking about getting a cartoon version of Ollie done for a mascot. I wonder would anybody be interested in a T-shirt with a greyhound with a super cape and Domino mask? Is that interest out there? Does anybody want that? Is that needed in the marketplace?
2: Well, regardless of that, send me a pic of Ollie when I go to Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I'll get a, I'll get a commission done of a oh, okay. superhero. You can cast Ollie done.
1: I'm yeah, going to San to Diego. Imagine. Got my ticket. Happening. Oh right on! Just remember to tell them to imagine a longer tail, because he <laughs> yeah, is kind of right. stumpy these days. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh, my poor dog. <laughs> the indignities that have been suffered upon him. All right, I guess we're goofing around for now. So, uh, Paul, let's let's get back to the script. You're right for our live episodes. This is the uh, live episode yeah. of Geekish Cast for May Fourth, twenty seventeen. Talk to me about the Dark Tower uh, trailer.
2: Uh, did you guys see it?
0: I did. I have not. Looks amazing.
2: You think it looks amazing? I have some... I'm concerned.
0: Well, well here's the deal. I, I don't know anything about the Dark Tower. Uh, I, I, I don't like Stephen King stories. <laughs> um, most of the Stephen King movies have been terrible with the obvious exceptions of like The Mist and Shawshank and stuff. Um, So I've got zero invested in it. I love Idris Elba. It looks great.
2: Yeah, I love Idris Elba. Uh, I didn't read the books, but I did read the comics. And I like, in in, in all fairness, this is a sequel to the books. So, because it looks weird. I was like, man, this does not look like anything I remember, but I didn't read the books. I just, I feel like they're almost trying to make it into a superhero movie.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: And, well, you
0: know, and, so it, it, in the books, does he not come into our world? I guess that's what I could tell from the from the trailer.
2: Not in the c- comics I read. It took place in his Western world. But mm-hmm. then, did you read the book? Did you read
1: the novels? Um, yeah, I did years ago. Um, I remember it being post-apocalyptic, and there was a gunslinger and yeah. a wizard and some stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but I only read. Too. Yeah. But this only this, this the,
2: takes place where like it mixes with the current modern world, but it's got a lot of the kind of like, he's a gunslinger, but he's doing like some crazy ways to lo- load the gun. And was
0: that not, is that not is that not from the books? Because he loaded that gun in midair, and that was pretty cool.
2: I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I just, I just, I just hope like I'm just. A little uneasy. I feel like they're trying to make a superhero movie
0: out of this. Yeah, what's it supposed I'm is definitely going to
2: watch it because
0: I it love I'm it. Is is the genre horror? Like, what, what's like? Literally, I don't, I don't understand what I've heard. Like, dark, the Dark Tower connects all of Stephen King's universes, and different characters from you know different books show up in there and I would things say like it's that.
2: Definitely horror. It well, it's, definitely more, horror. it's more, it's
0: more fantasy with horror elements. I believe. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I would go with that. Because you have a gunfighter,
1: like yeah. But you have a gunfighter in a post-apocalyptic world that has magic and horror elements.
2: Yeah, but he's okay. not in a post-apocalyptic world. I mean, there's probably going to be some flashbacks and pieces of it, but he's going to be basically brought to our earth, you, you know, in, you in modern not, times.
0: I I don't mean to sound like that nerd, but you sound like you're describing the Masters of the Universe movie.
2: You know what, that's,
0: a, <laughs> like, that's pretty much they,
2: exactly what this movie is
0: They didn't have the budget to fully do the crazy super fantasy world the whole time So they bring him to Earth and have him fight people on Earth
2: Yeah, I, you pretty much, took, yeah, that's pretty much it right there <laughs> Master of the Universe, Gunslinger
0: So, so <laughs> well, you that guys know, a little if, they bring, if they bring back Wildor, I'm in
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Less dipshitty Orko um, <laughs> well, I guess so that's you, because they couldn't they
0: couldn't afford the special effects
1: to have a yeah. floating orco. <laughs> yeah, but they could have that
0: dipshit running around the whole time. Well, he's just a, he's just a, a, a short dude in a in an outfit. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well.
2: Yeah, but he. Yeah, I don't face know if up. I can buy Matthew. I don't know if I can buy Matthew McConaughey as like a evil devil type character.
0: I can. You, you obviously forget his his catchphrase of you know we get older and the ladies all stay the same age <laughs> yeah
2: creepy creepy yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right
1: yeah. but you know what i shit on matthew mcconaughey a lot but you know what in true detective he was outstanding oh he was
0: great yeah he was yeah,
1: yeah he was outstanding in that so yeah i got to i got to give him room and say let him run as long as he doesn't play naked stoner bongos in my house i'm cool with whatever he yeah. does
0: sure yeah, uh, okay. yeah.
1: Oh, oh. you know what I was going to bring up real quick, Joe, since you brought up the Masters of the Universe movie? Sure. Have you ever heard the theory that that was actually supposed to be a fourth world movie, but since they had the rights to Masters of the Universe, that's what they did? Well,
0: well th- yes, I've heard that, but I actually what I've heard is that the, 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 the whole entire toy line was supposed to be, was kind of ripped from Jack Kirby. The whole toy line
1: was actually Conan the Barbarian.
0: Was it Conan? Because I know that yes. they, they just, it was very Kirby-influenced.
1: Uh, well, it had elements of it. I yeah. actually have, I, I have the uh, He-Man collection of comics
0: that uh-huh. even predate
1: the cartoon series. So it's a post-apocalyptic world where there's laser guns and this, that, and the other.
2: Right, right. But, but uh,
1: well, the first rumor is originally when they were doing the Masters of the Universe toy line, they had He-Man, and he was going to be either a spaceman, an army man, or a barbarian. But one of the first things I've – that was ever said about it was that it was a a Conan line, and the movie came out, and people went, well, fuck, eight-year-olds can't buy this. So (laughs) so they started doing things. Yeah, but you got to remember, like, Falsa Doom was originally a uh, Cole the Conqueror uh, character, and he was a skull-faced wizard, and he rolled over the snake, man. Well, was it Cole? It was Cole. And Cole was an ancestor of of, uh, He-Man's in the storyline of the universe. He was an Atlantean who was walking around kind of doing Conan stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But but one of the things I had read was that basically they wanted to do a fourth world story, but only had access to the He-Man character. So they went with that. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. But um, of
1: course... Yeah, of course, they had a property that was super hot with little kids, so they decided, hey, let's not do anything from that and start over from uh, nothing and see what happens.
0: <laughs>
1: Explaining why those guys went out of business shortly thereafter.
0: It's a great documentary on them, though.
1: Yes, there is. Uh, on Netflix, I don't remember the name of it, but there really is. And uh, and true to their form, there were competing documentaries being worked on at the same
0: time. Were there? That's so
1: funny. Yeah.
0: Uh um, canon,
1: canon canon film. There we go. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff right there. Some of the shittiest martial arts movies ever made. Right? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shitty martial arts, we saw the trailer <laughs> for Marvel's Blood the Brand. Defenders. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how about um, that Danny Rand, huh?
2: Woo. That was a rough one.
0: Yeah, fun
2: to get through that season of Iron Fist. But that being said, the defenders looks good.
0: Yeah, I mean defenders, you can you can just ignore one quarter of the screen and focus on everyone else. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's that's
2: that's kind of my plan. plan.
1: Yeah, that's kind of my plan because he
2: had like three weeks of training of like training before that show. Like he had very little. Training and obviously it showed in the show.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm,
1: and by the looks of things, he had very little acting training too before that.
0: Oh boy, that's
2: a shot.
1: <laughs> I'm saying he sucked, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not a fan. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at here. That's <laughs> what you're
2: getting at. Oh, that's I'm where I'm that headed
1: stuff. with this the guy. Couldn't even act like he knew kung fu. Oh God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There are, there are white guys from the 1970s who were unco- uncoordinated that looked better in fight scenes than that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. They found 25 fake Bruce Lee's to make the game of death who were more believable than he was. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've yeah, seen was- wrestling matches with the heavier punches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I was listening to a podcast with Alex Ross, and he said it could have been, they could easily fix it by just giving him a mask. Because then they could have put any martial arts right. blonde-haired expert yep. through the mask on him, and he 100%. would you would not been able to know the difference.
0: 100%. And and it's it's not like the character doesn't already have a mask on his costume.
2: I know. Yeah. But they just so, you know, I don't know why they don't like costumes. Daredevil's the only one that wears a costume, but and it's a definitely a superhero costume. So I don't know why they shouldn't do it for Danny, because that would have solved well, a lot of the problems.
1: I, I kinda wonder if they didn't set themselves up for failure because the martial arts fights and Daredevil for two seasons were so. I mean, just look at the hallway and the stairwell. You can't yeah. fucking touch those. You there is no way you can do something bigger than those, right? Uh, so so let's take a whole let's take a character whose whole core of existence is badass fight scenes. Hmm, now yeah. what do we do with them? Yeah, I I, I just kind of wonder if they set themselves up for failure. I mean, to be totally serious about it for a minute.
2: Yeah, I mean, we compare it to the other shows and just. Yeah, but you it. can't yeah, look at just... if you're
0: if you're going in to create something, you can't look at it that way. You you should look at it as we have to top what we previously did, and there's yeah. no way there's no way that that was the rationale behind this Iron Fist show, right? No.
2: It was just bad editing because they knew. Oh man, this guy can't fight. We're gonna have to just do whatever we can with these choppy editing and figure this out. And I think it was too little, too little, too late at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's what I mean though. Is like, if the the character you're doing is a badass martial artist and your first like couple test scenes are like poof, this guy couldn't break an egg with a karate chop. Fuck me, then don't you maybe step back and look at another way to do it? And maybe in Paul, I guess that's where your mask comes in. Or when you put, when you put the ad out in variety, you say looking for an actor who knows Kung Fu. There's all sorts of guys. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, they, uh, the ad I saw, they said, look, I I answered it. Actually. They said looking for a doughy white guy. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm totally there. (laughs) Now, now
1: before (laughs) I'm, before Before I'm done done shitting on,
0: Yeah. Before I'm done shitting on
1: this poor guy, I want to say the moment you went into his multi-billion dollar father's company and he said, I used to ride my skateboard in here. I just kind of went fucking dipshit.
0: Nobody wants to be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel like I feel like we covered this last time. I feel like we already harped on all this. We may yeah. have. Paul Paul Let's Paul talk Shamalam Shama ding dong
2: Yeah. We're supposed to be let's talking come. about defenders, not Iron Fist, goddammit.
1: <laughs> yeah. We got we got dragged off. Um I do want to see Elodie Young. I want to see Daredevil kick some ass. I want to see Jessica Jones like hump Luke Cage till they break a bed. So I'm I'm on board for most of the rest. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah me too. And it's got Sigourney Weaver in it. I mean, come on. She's amazing. I mean, come on.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. I loved her sure. in Cabin Cabin in the Woods. I thought she was fantastic in that.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's great. Well, she's to... great in everything she does. I I, I love yes. Sigourney. I've always loved Sigourney Weaver, so I'm in.
1: Yeah, she was pretty good in that one movie too, where the alien thing did that stuff on the spaceship.
0: Uh, you're uh, you're talking you're you're talking yeah. about uh Galaxy Quest. Uh, Jason X. Wait, no. Right. Yeah. No, see, she was actually in Galaxy Quest.
2: Oh, that's right. That was the one I was thinking. <laughs> was yeah. was oh, favorite.
1: shit, guys. We've wandered off topic. Paul, Paul, we got to get to the Picks of the Week so we can talk about uh, Split.
2: Okay. Uh, Picks of the Week. Uh, I know it didn't come out this week. Uh, it came out a couple weeks ago, but we weren't recording at the time. Uh, it's called Plastic. It came out by Image Comics. It is a super fucked up <laughs> comic, and I'm all about that at this point in my life. Um, Quicksaw, I don't want to give it away. Uh, it's basically about a an uh, ex-serial killer who has a lady friend who gets kidnapped, and he gets forced into doing bad things again because she's held ransom. It's super uh, gratuitous with the violence. And It's funny. The art's great. The writing's great. I don't want to give away what the big twist is with the uh, with his lady friend but once you realize it it's definitely interesting. It's it's an interesting take about how crazy this guy is. Definitely recommend picking it up. Uh, Plastic by Image Comics. Plastic number one. One of five.
1: Alright. And then you're uh, looking forward to next week is
2: Uh, Star Wars. It's uh Secret Citadel. Right? Is that what I wrote?
1: Gosh,
0: uh, well Well you wrote
1: <laughs> the Screaming Citadel, is the one I'm looking at. Screaming yeah, Citadel. Yeah, the Screamy
0: Citadel. Yep. Yeah.
2: Alright, the birthday whiskey. Uh yeah, so Karen Gillen uh, is writing and he basically just got off a great run with uh Darth Vader and uh, this is basically about Dr. Aphra and Luke Skywalker getting together to do a little team-up action, uh, which I'm a big fan in honor of, basically, Star Wars Day. Pick a, uh, looking forward to that next week. It's another miniseries. One of five starts off. And uh, Marvel has been doing uh, what I consider to be great things with Star Wars. I was worried at first, but they have proved me wrong that they can handle Star Wars. Probably the best thing that they're doing at Marvel right now is their Star Wars series.
1: right.
0: Totally
1: agree with that. that. Yeah. Um, those those actually both look really cool to me. I'm still leery of all the ancillary Star Wars properties, the way they're being handled with books and comics, though. Uh ever since aftermath. It just it put a it put a sour taste on it immediately. Um I can say by them having eventually re- reintroduced Fawn. I'm kind of down though, yep. so I would be, definitely give them a look. Um, oh, hey, look, guys, we've got time to get away show, from this man. again. Yeah, we got 13 minutes. And um, so January of this year, a movie came out called Split. And at the time, nobody knew it, but it turned out to be a secret follow-up to M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable. A, do both of you remember the first time you saw Unbreakable, and you do, do you remember your initial reactions
0: to the movie? Let's start with you, Joe. Yes, I do. Uh I'm a huge Bruce Willis fan. So I was excited for it anyway and I love Sam Jackson. So that got me excited too. And then when it turns out that it's superhero stuff, I was like, oh, "Of course. It's amazing." Yeah, I really loved it. Mhm. How about you, Paul? Yeah, I mean, do you remember the first time you saw it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, it it was it was at the time where we didn't have like this giant superhero craze, so it was very it was just refreshing to have something nerdy at the time because it was like came out in what two thousand. Yeah,
1: out? I want to say it was two thousand and two thousand one. It was right in there.
2: We're talking about almost a decade before like Iron Man came out. Yeah, we didn't really have a lot of stuff, and uh, at the time I was definitely a fan of M Night Shyamalan stuff. So when it came out, it was definitely a cool twist. It was like it was a, the most realistic superhero movie, if you could say that. Like, that I've seen probably even to date at this point, you know. It's just a normal person with superpowers, and uh, it was definitely an interesting twist. And I liked how they brought comics into it, so I, I really liked it. And I, I honestly thought that was it. It was just a standalone movie, and we'd never hear anything about it again. Yeah. So, yep.
1: uh, Split was definitely so nice one of the things... One of the things I remember about Unbreakable was that we saw it, but during this time period, that movies with a twist ending like Fight Club and The Sixth Sense, these were kind of a thing at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So this followed Sixth Sense and this came out. We saw this, my wife and I saw this, not expecting it to be like a comic book movie or a superhero movie. And at the time, the only good superhero movie that had been done was X Men 1 and uh, Superman 1 back in 1978. So this stood out as being an outstanding superhero film in a time when that did not exist. And a brilliant follow-up to The Sixth Sense. And I remember reading in Wizard Magazine the month after I watched this movie about how there was a plan for a part two where Mr. Glass was going to train an accomplice who was going to be a physical threat for uh, David Dunn. And my panties got a little bunched up and wet when I read that, of course. (laughs) That never happened, and M. Night Shyamalan then completely shit on his career for the next 14 or 15 years. It would you characterize that as a true statement?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, as someone who's currently like trying to slog his way through Lady in the Water, it, it was pretty well-deserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long have you been trying to watch that? Like five or six years? Uh, well, it's on HBO go now. And so I've, I've sat down three times. I get about 15 or 20 minutes in and then I just go, I can't watch this. And I turn it off.
1: I I had the same reaction to it and I made it through the village. Yeah. I did Mm. make
2: it through the village
1: too. Yeah. I made it through the village and I couldn't do a lady in the water. Um, So, and I kind of want to talk about, like, there's the thing now, like, do you avoid spoilers or should we embrace them? Because this movie split, if I had never caught a spoiler, I would never have cared about it. But when I found out what it was, all of a sudden I got excited to see it. Do you guys remember, did you hear what it was before you saw it, or what were your your feelings on this
0: movie? So, a little little story there. Um, A friend of mine saw a sneak preview of it. So it opened in like February or something this year, I think. Well, last fall, my friend saw a sneak preview and he came into the comic shop and was raving about it. And he was saying, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And, and with zero, I had, I don't know anything about this movie. He goes, uh, he goes, there's, there's this huge, he goes, there's a big thing at the end. I am not going to say a word to you. And I looked him square in the eye and I said, it's an unbreakable sequel. And, he, and I just, I don't know where that came from. I just completely random guessed and his face dropped and he's like, yeah, yeah, oh, you're right. Yes, it is. So, wow, yeah. So I guessed it immediately. And, and then I was looking forward to it from the start and I was like, all right, I'm in. Sure. But yeah. So I don't know where that came from in me, but yeah, I guessed it immediately when my friend said there was something crazy in it.
1: Yeah. So oh, for you, would never, you, yeah. would you have watched it without that spoiler?
0: Um, probably not because of his, just because of Shyamalan's recent film streak. The the one about the kids going to see the grandparents was decent. Mm -hmm. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but like, I wouldn't have been knocking down the door. Having said that though, like I thought James McAvoy was amazing in the movie. So like, and and I like, I like watching him anyway. So that might've, that might've piqued my interest. But as soon as I did hear the unbreakable thing, I was like, yeah, I'm Mm going to see it in the theaters. Yeah. How about you, Paul? Do you, do you remember? (laughs)
1: Whoa, my dog's freaking out. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Would you? Go ahead. <clears throat>
2: cause you, cause I wasn't. I mean, it looked interesting. I was like, oh, this looks like an interesting movie, and I was just gonna wait for it to like come out on Netflix. And then I remember you talking to you about it, and you're like, listen, I'm about to tell you, I'm about to spoil this for you, and I was like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm not really concerned about this movie. And then you told me, and I was like, shit, I really wish you didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Cause the whole time I was watching it cuz I just watched it recently and I was just like waiting for that thing that gave it away and uh I I thought it was going to end without it and I was like man they they were really reaching is this really a sequel and then obviously at the end I was like oh yeah this is uh, I was watching my sister and she was like is this an unbreakable sequel? And I'm like yeah it is you know so um I don't think I would have watched it um if I didn't know it was an unbreakable sequel to be honest if I would have gotten around to it randomly, I may have. But
0: um, But I think no, he, I think he did a smart.
2: To
0: watch it. I think he did a smart thing with not making it. Uh, I mean, it's it, that movie totally stands alone on its own without having any unbreakable ties. Um, I think the the ending is. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the way the movie ended, but um, it it totally stands alone. And it wasn't so much of a twist as he's normally known for as a reveal. Yeah. You know, it really was more of a reveal than a twist.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I, I <laughs> want to say real quickly that it, the the gimmick didn't make this movie or break it. The gimmick added to it. The movie I thought was outstanding, um, and I've liked James McAvoy since he played Leto the Second in the Children of Dune. I, I thought he's really quite a talented actor. I mean, he's no Matthew McConaughey. Don't get me wrong.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, overall, not. yeah.
2: But I think Go I liked ahead, it more knowing that it was part of the Unbreakable universe. Like, that made me into it a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Yep. I I would agree with that. I, well, you know what? I wouldn't have seen it. I wouldn't have seen it unless that was tipped off. I would never have watched it if that wasn't tipped off. Well, well I might have watched it if I was sitting at home drunk on a Saturday and HBO. It came on,
0: but so let's yeah. let's 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 talk a little bit about like the 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 the, the meat of the movie you know the just the cre- you know what he became the beast and and kind of what the girl was um I had real problems yeah. with the way they ended that movie and and just in here's the thing if you're gonna put the visual of her uncle in the woods waiting for her to dance around it a little bit. If you're gonna put that visual on the screen, I don't. I, you you're not allowed to leave it uh, vague as to whether or not he gets his comeuppance in this movie. Uh, you you're, you're, you're not allowed to do spell? that. You're not allowed to you do think
2: that. They're, you think I know I mean, the
0: that's then that's terrible. I mean, that's just that ain't. And I'm. Okay. I am no. So, I'm no soft touch. But I. You need her to either say. Just say though all you gotta do, even if you don't want her to say anything, give me like a a, a long crane shot and have you see the uncle getting walked getting like walked away in handcuffs or something. There I hated the way that movie ended. I agree with you
1: one hundred percent on that. I took away from, I figured she told the police what happened because after everything she had just uh-huh. gone through with Kevin, I kind of figured she gave it all up. But A, I don't like rape or sexual abuse to be used as a plot in oh, a movie. It it right. irritates the shit out of me when they do it. Um so I was I was uncomfortable as soon as look, I mean, there was there was no light touch either. You knew where this was headed oh, as soon yeah, as those scenes yeah. started. Yeah. Uh, oh. I was not a fan of that. Now, I think all of us are kind of maybe as media aware as most people, if not more so. So we kind of read things in and we can kind of see, you know, we can telegraph the punch a little bit. We know it's coming. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was not a fan of it. I would have liked her to have at least said to the cop, Hey, you know what? Or something
0: to something. Like say. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to go ahead. More, and do it. Right. More concrete. You don't have to spend, literally spend any more time than you did, but you, he left it so vague and it's like, you you're really that's something you want us to wait for a sequel if you ever do a sequel to this movie? Wow, you're really messed up. Like that yeah. I, I really, really dislike that. Uh um, one of things where you
2: know how they leave it to the audience to decide. Yeah, but,
0: that's, but that's not a thing you should that's not a thing you should leave yeah. to the audience. You know, yeah, especially know. when yeah. you put that image yeah, yeah. Not, Paul, when you put that image <laughs> Damn it, but you know, I'm gonna quit doing that. Yeah. Like you know, like because I, I, I don't need to see a, a naked, berry-looking uncle waiting in the woods on all fours. Like, what are you doing to me? You gotta. Well, you know, got,
1: hold you, on. You hold know what? what? You owe us some kind of comeuppance. Wait, I just caught. I just caught all the references there that I would missed before. The uncle was doing the Let's Play Animals. Uh, Kevin's. Yeah uh last alternate was all of the zoo animals. She was being kept underneath a zoo. Yeah. There was yeah. a constant animal theme that I did not literally did not pick it up till just now, except for as far as Kevin went. Uh I right. I, um, I I now that that being put in place, I now completely believe she told the police what was going on. Yeah, because Henry after having dealt those, Yeah
2: in his room At, he had all those little stuffed lions and tigers in there and stuff.
1: Yep, I now believe because she had dealt with that animal under the zoo, she could deal with the animal of her uncle. Yeah, yeah, I definitely got that. Yeah, Deborah Deborah guessed that we were watching uh, under zoo the whole time. She like knew it early on. I was like, "How in the fuck did you even get that?" Mm -hmm.
2: So I have a question that maybe I just didn't catch it because I only saw it once, but. In reference to the window, you know how she was constantly by windows? Mm-hmm. And she said she she helped her think or it did something to her. And she was always – and then she wanted to be by a window. What do you guys think of – what's the reference to that? Did I miss something?
1: Uh, I did. I didn't catch it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I didn't catch that, but you know, I think maybe the longing to be somewhere else than than where she was.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah, know if it was but, just like but it, a, and he's and he's definitely, not,
0: he's definitely yeah. not. light. He's definitely not light yeah. on symbolism and stuff. You know, not. But Joe, yeah. you're
1: meeting him more than halfway, uh, guys. We got like 15 seconds left, so uh, if oh, you catch this on the replay, you'll catch us for a few extra minutes at geekishcast.com. Uh, Joe,
0: go to Joe. Us Go on Joe and Joe on iTunes. Listen to my podcast, Joe and Joe Pod.
1: There we go. Paul, happy birthday.
2: Thank you. All,
1: All right. So we'll talk for a minute and we'll kinda <laughs> we'll kinda let it wrap up and then but um yeah, Paul, I missed the window thing. I don't know. I don't know. Now what you were saying, Joe, is like maybe it was like longing to get away. Yeah, that would certainly certainly work with her getting working so hard to get near the window that uh, Hedwig had,
0: right? When she thought it was an actual window, right? So, right. Yeah. yeah. And and I I really like I really like James McAvoy in it, and and I'm not a I I understand one of the things I saw people saying online was like that's not how multiple personalities work. Not talking about the superpowers, yeah. but just the way that he flipped from person. That part I don't mind that's kind of like a movie trope thing that we've always had, you know. Yeah, so I I thought I thought that was great with him. He was just really a tour de force of flipping between character and character. Well,
1: yeah, yeah and I yeah. think we can assume what was going on here was not supposed to be emblematic of every multiple personality case in the world. Right. This doctor had a particular group that she had discovered, much like Mr. Glass had discovered in David Dunn. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, but, uh, me personally, I'd give it three out of five stars without hesitation, maybe four, if a few of those loose ends were tied up.
0: Yeah. Easily that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's an yeah. enjoyable watch. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
1: How weird was it to actually enjoy an M night Shyamalan movie that much again,
0: you know, <laughs> in the theater? Oh, yeah.
2: Man. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. From the
0: mind, from the mind that brought you with the happening. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, what was What, am I the remembering right? what was, this, was the movie where the they were the street, all trapped in the elevator? The trees are trying to kill us.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. oh God. But remember well, there was the one like, where they're all trapped in the elevator? Was that called Devil?
0: Uh Devil, yeah. Oh, he produced he yeah. produced that though. He didn't direct that. Devil
2: was decent. I that was, I I liked that, one. I remember yeah. that, yeah. I didn't I I didn't see that one.
0: Yeah, he produced that. I think there's some other horror thing that I saw him produce, I think, that I enjoyed. I he's he's a talented dude. I think he just he just gets a little wrapped up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't know if I can diagnose yeah. his, his issues. But. The,
1: yeah, and part of the problem is how much of it is studio interference too. You know? Right. Yeah, because I mean that's one of the other problems you ran into is like his his vision might have been really strong, and then they went, oh, by the way, you have to do A, B, and C.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that honestly, that that is one of the things going back to the to the first part of this episode. That's one of the things I think that doomed, um, powerless is it was one cool. thing, and the studio came in and said, no, we want it to be this other thing, and then when it first aired, it was it was. It was that, that thing in the middle that no one liked. It wasn't one, it wasn't the other, you know? Yeah, I do well, remember that
1: first episode was kind of in between. Oh, like, it, it,
0: didn't really really, so, it was really not yeah. good at it. Yeah, it was not good. And it's like, that was the, that was this, I, I know for a fact, that was the studio coming in and saying, change your show, make it like this. And yeah. It's like, well, yeah, because originally,
1: originally they were supposed to be an insurance company. And then they suddenly made it a right. super, yeah, a, a R and D company ran by
0: <laughs> Vance Wayne. Cause, yeah, and they they wanted they wanted more of a uh, you know a Bruce uh, like a Batman tie-in. Also, I think the original the original one may have been a little too close to like Marvel's Damage Control for for their oh, liking. That, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, you're probably right.
0: Yeah, um, I'm excited because in uh, what time is it? In about. One hour and one half hour. I'm going to be watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, already headed out, huh? Yeah, my wife and I are going tonight. I'm like, I can't wait two days for this. Nice. Yeah, I was yeah. supposed to watch it
2: tonight. My wife said it was too late for my son's bedtime, so I have to wait till out. <laughs> yeah, well, what if you let him go to sleep and then wake him
0: up? Yeah, yeah. You just you realize, yeah, be like, yeah, he hardly
1: slept at- He hardly slept at all last night, so I took him to the movies. Yeah, yeah. He right. Movies. You know, does he have? Does
2: you
0: know? Does does he have a real busy day tomorrow? No. Yeah,
2: exactly right. Jeez,
0: yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: This weekend, I'm actually. Let's see here. So, well, okay. So two was it two weeks ago? I recorded five podcasts in three days. And I'll be I'll be dining out on those for like the next month, right? Wow.
2: So, yeah.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Also, my grandson was visiting, so Deborah and I were busy with that. Because of this, our other podcast didn't get done at all. Our corner gas podcast is now a month behind without a new episode. Uh-huh. Uh, but this weekend, I still have all the earlier podcasts that I had scheduled when I was scheduling at a reasonable pace because I can't fall off and like not record with people I already agreed to record with. So, Saturday morning, I have a podcast to record. Then we have the beer thing to go to. Then we have the gardening stuff to do when we get home. Then I have all the editing to do. I am still sitting on four finished podcasts that I haven't edited yet. Oh, man. Yeah. And, Paul, one of them is the uh, Childlike Empress.
2: Oh, you need to get that out there.
1: Yeah. Um, So, yeah. God, I've just been... Digging holes with all
0: four uh, all four appendages here lately. Well, Saturday's free comic book day, so that's that's a huge day for us. Oh yeah. Oh, and you work Love on that. Saturday too. Yeah, it's our it's our Christmas, so we're we're excited. Yeah. Which we even forgot like to doing... even
1: we we didn't even yeah. scratch the surface of free comic book day, right? I need
2: I need to go get Secret Empire the Secret Empire one.
1: Yep. All right, guys. Well, I've got a, I've got barking dogs and this, that, and the other. My beer is empty. So, uh,
0: all right, Joe, one more one
1: more time for for people who catch the replay
0: throughout your podcast. Yeah. Again. Thanks. Yeah. Check me out. Uh, Joe on Joe. It's a weekly GI Joe podcast. We watch every episode of the original series in order and comment on it, mystery science style. And you can find me on iTunes, Joe on Joe. If you want to send me, like, look me up on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. It's at Joe and Joe Pod, and uh, we have a lot of fun. We just started the five part epic of uh, Arise Serpentor Arise, so you get a lot of like Sergeant Slaughters introduced and Serpentor and the whole new a whole new wave of Joes. It's an exciting uh, it's an exciting miniseries. So come on, check it out. Yeah, yep. and that would be the
1: period of time they introduced the second phase of toys to the group.
0: Yes, yeah, yep. yeah. It was uh, it was like 1986. It was a whole. Every they, they started to get a little bit more colorful, little little bit more sci-fi instead of grounded in reality, things like that. Yep, <laughs> some fun um, characters came out of it. Well,
1: that's cool. So everybody, go check out Joe on Joe Pod. Paul, it is your birthday. I am hoping you had a great birthday and you enjoy all your Star Wars kitchen gear. I yeah. will.
2: Thank you. Yeah,
1: if people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they look for you at?
2: 12 year seventy nine. And uh, my Twitter account.
1: Very good. Everybody else. Catch us at geekishcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekishcast. I tweet from at the geekishcast, but also if you are familiar at all with uh, Canada's premier sitcom from the two thousands corner gas, check us out at corner gas online. My wife and I go through and watch episode by episode and do commentary. We've also interviewed several of the stars of the show and we hope to interview more. And since Corner Gas is coming back as an animated series next year, we're really excited. Thank you, guys.
0: Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. May uh, the fourth be easy. with
1: you. You got it. All right. This is always an awkward one to get off of because I, I never know how to end a live show. So uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Paul, Joe, take care, guys. Yep. I'll talk to you soon. Are right. are we on
0: are we on for next week, you know?
1: As far as I know, we are.
0: Okay, great. Cool. Cool. Talk to you guys. Yeah, soon. we'll
1: we'll start kicking right. around topics on Facebook, so we'll talk to you all later.
0: Great. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Yep. All right, bye.